Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Jason Lipschutz, and I am an associate editor and the Pop Shop blog editor of Billboard.com. Based in New York, on the other line, in Los Angeles, is the Iggy Azalea to my Jennifer Lopez. Keith Caulfield, how's it going, Keith? Uh, I'm good. I've... And I, for once, have nothing smart assy to say in response to that. Because I'm, I'm that's a compliment. Be a smart no matter ass. how I take it, either one of us, that's it's beautiful. I wish I. We did it. Yeah, booty, booty. Yeah. So Keith was at the uh, 2014 American Music Awards last night, reporting from the red carpet. So if you're listening to this, you might be listening to this on Monday, November 24th. It is a special Monday Pop Shop podcast. There, like we said at the end of last week's episode, there is no Thursday podcast. We're taking Thanksgiving off, but we wanted to get you something this week. So Keith was at the American Music Awards. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to quickly go down a couple things we are thankful for in the music world this year because hey it's thanksgiving you know sometimes we're critical about things but we have a lot to be thankful for in terms of music this year are you ready keith yes all right Sorry. all right so keith how much of the actual show did you watch because you're you're always doing your thing on the red carpet did you were you in the nokia theater at all were you were you checking mm, it out yeah never actually set foot inside nokia theater um i was, I was on the red carpet from um you know for a couple hours before the show started and then um after that you are uh put into a press tent um which is effectively backstage quote unquote which is really on the top of a parking garage behind the nokia theater so um the parts of the show that i did see were on monitors inside the press tent so i did see bits and pieces of performances throughout the night but i didn't see the entire show now, did you get a sense of something that everybody was talking about at the AMAs this year? Because the AMAs is 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 always kind of a, the wackiest award show. the The awards are all fan voted. It's not really like a, a a critics picks kind of thing. It's more about the performances. There were eighteen performances this year. That's they, so many. They squeeze a heck of a lot into the show every year. You know how many? You know how many performances were at the VMAs like uh, three eight? months ago? I'm gonna go eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah, there were eight performances. There were eighteen on Sunday night. They, so, yeah. did, what 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 did you get a sense? Did you get a sense of of people talking about one specific thing or a couple of specific um, things? I mean, the the thing, the performances that seem to get the most attention, at least backstage, with the jaded press, um, because you know, the <laughs> w, w, as we're in in the press area that we were at, 
um, we have all these sort of um, there's uh, press people and then also a lot of um, production people. So like, you know, Pitbull's dancers are going past us to get some food. You know, there's a lot of producers, there's talent, there's publicists. So it's a lot of industry people and a lot of people that are part of it. So it's really hard to sort of make them interested in something. They seemed really interested in the booty performance um, from J-Lo yeah. and Iggy at the end of the show. Um, people seemed, um, you know, you know, I missed the Taylor Swift opening. Uh, I had to watch it later. Um, but people were really interested in seeing Taylor Swift accept her award from Diana Ross um, midway through the show. Yes. Um, but really, the Iggy J-Lo performance seemed to really sort of really get people's attention towards the end of the show. It's funny because that that song wasn't that huge of a hit and it came it's not even that current of a song it came out a couple months ago no it's just the prom, it's booty. just the promise of booty from j-lo i mean that's kind of <laughs> it was it was i you know <laughs> it wasn't my per- favorite performance of the night i just i thought it was i thought it was a little silly you know she gets the the phone like somebody holds up a cell phone and she goes booty call and then she keeps dancing it's like all right. Like I I don't know. It it wasn't uh you know, it it was what it was. Let's just say that. There were there were there were asses on top of asses and for a song named It was Booty, ass-tastic. You couldn't really you couldn't really <laughs> ask for anything more. Uh yeah, the ta- the Taylor Swift accepting the Dick Clark Award of Excellence uh was a pretty cool moment. I mean, especially be- considering the past month that she's had. And yeah, she was very classy. She thanked Diana Ross. She she you know, it she it it was fun watching it live because she embraced all these stars in the front row. Like she like Lord was there and she was so happy for her and Sam Smith was like, Oh, okay, let's hug and it was it was fun. It was it was it was really fun. Um what what else what else were people talking about? Um well it, it, it's, it's Luke Bryan was interested in watching Lord, uh, which is sort of an interesting combo um but, i mean we noted we noticed him when he was backstage we noticed that he uh stopped and was watching one of the monitors during lord's performance and i think when you see that oh, when cool. you when you see your performance no matter who you are you're like okay what what's going on right now because this is not a very conventional performance yeah absolutely so i i wrote a thing last night about how lord actually lost all of her awards she went 0 for 4 in terms of AMAs last night, but I feel like she was actually the winner of the evening because, first of all, her performance was spectacular. Yeah. I, I I thought that it was so it, it was it was so alive and vibrant in the in the way that some of her previous performances were a little bit still and and stationary. Um, you know, starting with that the the four white walled box around her was pretty innovative and. It was it was fun, and then you know, then she's yucking up with Taylor Swift the whole time, and then I I don't know if you saw the performance of Bang Bang. Uh, uh, it was I saw it was near I saw the end of the show glimpses of it. I know that they were interacting with the audience. So did someone come up to Lord during that performance? Yeah, Jesse J. Jesse J. was roaming through the crowd, and she got to that front row where it's like Taylor and Lord and Sam Smith and 
Selena Gomez, I think, was there. And, you know, everybody's kind of, like, dancing and, like, oh, yeah, we're on camera right now. We got to, you know, we got to enj- smile and dance and stuff. Exactly. But, like, Lord was, like, really going for it. She, oh. <laughs> she was she was singing along. I guess she's a big Bang Bang fan. Or if she's not, she's, she's good at pretending to be a very big bang bang i mean you have to roll with the punches when you're in the front row of taylor swift and like jesse J is like bang bang in the room in front of you you're like what do you do (laughs) okay fine i'll dance i'll dance jesus yeah man it was uh it it was pretty awesome i mean she even a a couple hours before the show she was like she tweeted that she met pitbull backstage and she was like he was sweet and charming i I imagine it's a lot like meeting the president like which made me laugh so lord lord just uh continuing to win despite not winning uh actual awards on the amas um in terms of uh, so i I just want to quickly go down some of my favorite performances you mentioned taylor swift i i thought that her blank space performance was kind of everything that i thought was missing from remember when she did shake it off at the VMAs for the first time, yeah, and it was just a little bit stale, and it was a little bit of a letdown for us. I thought that Blank Space, as the opener, really lived up to it. It's the number one song in the country. It was um, go ahead. It was fantastic. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just yeah. it was it was it was elaborate. It was high flying. There it was flames. There was dancers. There was uh, elaborate sets, multiple sets across the entire stage. I mean, it was. It was artful. It was cool. It was just you want that sort of like wow moment to to yeah. to be really impactful and to to open the show. And um, I mean, she really brings it. I mean, you know, think of her Billboard Music Awards when she did twenty two. Um, think of when you know she did uh, you know uh, at the American Music Awards a couple years ago when she did um, uh, we are never ever getting back together. Right? No, 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 no. The yeah. other one. I knew yeah. you were trouble. And she had the the costume change mid song. Oh I mean, yeah. And that yeah. and when I saw that, I was that that was the moment where I'm just like, you know what? I think I've like turned a page with Taylor. Like I don't know. I'm suddenly really interested. Like it's it's just so cool. And she's just she's you know this is not the Taylor Swift podcast. People, we're just mentioning her a little bit because how can you not after that? Well, it was just yeah, exactly. It was it was so fun how you watch the blank space video and she's playing a character of this wild eyed temptress. And then she recreated that in the live setting of the AMAs. And in a way I thought was, was really colorful. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good way to open the show. Um, a couple others I, I noted, um, yeah, Lord was great. Ariana Grande, I thought did a, a very good job. She, she did like the Ariana Grande jazz hour with, with these, slow down version the ariana grande jazz hour jason it it really was she was like yeah it was it was i thought she was gonna start scatting with like with break free because it was it's just her and her piano it was it was cool and then the weekend came out that was a pretty cool performance i love i I loved uh performance of the night i think man i i i gotta hand it to charlie xcx really Uh, and yeah, I I loved that performance. And you know why I love that performance? Because I feel like Charlie XCX, now this was really her first award show where she got a prime slot uh, On her by own. herself. Because yeah. she performed at the Billboard Music Awards, but she performed with Iggy Azalea. And then at the VMAs, she performed during the pre-show. She did Boom Clap. So this was really the first time that she's had the stage to herself on the actual telecast. And I thought she blew it away. And and I think that she comes into that show 
you know, with the intent of trying to get people to know who she is. Yeah. I mean, I know people know Boom Clap. They don't really know who Charlie XCX is, but her whole display of like the the horrorcore goth prom thing and with all the costumes and doing break the rules out of Boom Clap and yeah. you know, falling on that guy's head. When good girls go it, it was, bad at the prom, Charlie XCX. Exactly. And it it's almost like if you didn't know who Charlie XCX was, at the very least you watch that performance and get an idea of who she is. And yeah. I think that's and that I think that's a huge win for her. That I maybe maybe in terms of like the wow factor it wasn't the best performance of the night, but in terms of what she should have done with that performance, I think she nailed it 100%. Yeah, she um I talked to her backstage in our um Billboard Video Lounge one-on-one room, whatever you want to call it, and she talked hey-o. about Hmm. What? I said, "Heyo." Heyo. Um, and she talked about, you know, how she was excited to release her new album, uh, Sucker, um, because she sort of uh, thinks of it as sort of like a big girl power. She, it could be like a girl power album, girl power album, um, for like a bunch of young girls who, who want to have something different and want to hear something different. Um, um, and well, you know what? Let's, let's play a clip. Let's okay. play a Charlie XCX clip. Here's Charlie XCX backstage talking about her new album, Sucker. At the AMAs. I'm so excited to release my new record, Sucker, just because I feel like it's a really important record. I feel like it's an album that people won't have heard from me, but also an album that's like a sound that's not really around right now from like women and pop music in the top 40 world, you know? So I'm excited. It's a girl power record, and I feel like if I was like 13, 14, I would be like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Like, kind of how I felt when I listened to like Avril Lavigne or something. I don't know. It's not like Avril Lavigne, but that kind of moment, like that. Her first record like changed my life a bit. So I feel like maybe, hopefully, this will do the same for some other girls. That was cool that you got to catch up with Charlie XCX. Sucker, I don't know if, how much of you uh, of the album you've heard, Keith, but I've, I've heard the album. It's coming out next month. It is, it is definitely worth checking out. Um, Another one, man, I, I, I don't know if you saw this one. Selena Gomez uh, kind of impressed me with The Heart Wants What It Wants. Now, you know, I, I've never been a huge Selena Gomez fan and just not a, not a big fan of her voice. But I, th- she kind of convinced me. She kind of won me over with his performance last night of, you know, there were storm clouds behind her. It was very melodramatic. Really, really cool In a way that was entertaining. Really cool projections. Very and, cool. And, and a great performance, I think. And, and the song... I think can really win over some people um, because the song is so emotional and it's coming from sort of a, a place where everyone, you know, people keep talking about it. I mean, the song is, you know, obviously about her relationship with Justin Bieber. Um, she's talked about that, you know, as much. And um, yeah, I'm curious, the very last projection behind her of a man <laughs> with his hands against the screen. I know Billboard pointed out that it looked like a horror movie. I wondered if that was meant to be Justin Bieber. I wondered if it was Justin or if they just had a Justin we, lookalike you know, to do it. We were in the war room in the in our billboard office last night, and I was and I literally said like when the hand started pressing, I was like Bieber. It has to be. I mean, they were. <laughs> it has to. It has to represent him if it is. Oh him. man. Anyway. Uh, yeah, else? great job, Selena Gomez. So uh, a couple other notes I have. Uh, One Direction, obviously a big winner last Who night. Who I talked to backstage, by the Who way. You talked to backstage, and we're gonna get to that in a second. I know, man. I know. Uh, of the evening. Yeah, they they won they won Artist of the Year, and it it comes during a week where four is going to most likely hit number one on the Billboard 200 albums chart, and uh, yeah, Keith, you were one of the only ones to talk to them backstage, which was pretty cool, man. Yeah, uh, you you I you, I think you said that I was the only person to talk to them backstage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. 
Um, yeah, they they did the photo room, and then they came over, and they were going to do Kimmel, um, but they took a detour and came and did Billboard. Yeah. So um, cool. Yeah, we talked to him backstage, and it was really awesome. So here is Liam Payne of One Direction talking about the U.S. success of 1D. To be honest with you, this is absolutely amazing. I mean, to be nominated for three to start off with was an absolute dream, and then to be here and win them, and one of them being Artist of the Year, I mean, it's just for us, it's amazing because we worked so hard on this album with the writing and stuff, and it just, uh, it's gone great. Smashed it. That was cool. That was that was very cool that they stopped by and chatted Keith. I, I kind of wish they had done another song instead of Night Changes last night. They they did their new single, you know, kind of a, a tender ballad. But, you know, give me give me Steal My Girl. Give, give me Where Do Broken Hearts Go from their new album before. Uh, likewise, I, I thought that Five Seconds of Summer, they covered uh, What I Like About You. And I don't know. I mean, I I I feel like I I tweeted this last night that they're they're like one for three in terms of song selection for award shows because man, we talked about tough crowd geez. at the V. I know, man. Hey, I I like Five SOS a lot and Five Sauce, but I, I feel like is the, is Five the, Sauce is the code Five. five sauce. I like Five SOS because it's like save our save our summer. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I mean I I don't know, man. Like they they have uh good girls. They have eighteen. They have these up tempo pop rock songs and you know at the vmas that they, they did amnesia and last night they did um what i like about you which which was fun but it's you know it's not their song you want you want to get people to know who yeah, you are and what you're about it's, it's, you were okay with it they're they're promoting it from their their new live album and it's and it's and it's a it's a track they performed on tour that's true like more than 50 times i mean they've done it tons and tons of times on tour so it makes sense um i asked them about Doing what I like about you, and and uh, about you know covering the romantics um, on the red carpet. Oh, let's last let's night. play that clip. Yeah. Let's play it, man. Here's five seconds of summer backstage with Keith. You're performing what I like about you tonight, which you performed a zillion times on tour, and it's on your live album. What is it about this song that you love so much or like so much? Um, <laughs> I think this song captures the energy of the band. Um, and it's great to perform live. It's got a rocky edge to it, so which, which we love, and I think we're sort of best at doing that type of thing. So, I mean, it's fun, and it's high energy, and I hope the crowd like it because it's different from everything else tonight as well. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Do the romantics know that you're covering the song? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think the romantics know we cover the song, but I don't know if they know we're covering it today. It'd be cool if they... Hopefully they like it. I mean, you know, hopefully they're not like, oh, my God. Hopefully we don't, do. Hopefully we don't, we don't ruin it and they hate us forever. So that's interesting. I mean, I, I I didn't think it was the best choice, but uh, you, you were you were convinced. You were convinced that what I would like about you was well. Was I mean, the, I'm, the I right wouldn't say I'm just convinced. I'm just I'm just happy that I talked to Five Seconds of Summer on the on the red carpet. I mean, <laughs> I mean but but they were lovely to speak with, and you should watch the video online because they're a hoot. For those, I, I don't know if you saw this, Keith, but for those listening, uh, Five Seconds of Summer had their uh, fan convention last weekend. It, it was called DerpCon in. Los Angeles, and we had a reporter there, Maria Sherman, and she did like a minute by minute recap of the Five Seconds of Summer fan convention. It was, it's literally like one of my favorite reads of the entire year we've had on on Pop Shop. So wow. check that out. It's on Billboard.com. It's so fun, man. You got to check it out. Like what these teen girls like, how they react when they meet Five Seconds of Summer. It's it's incredible. Put a link in the story. Um, That'd be great. We'll put a link in the podcast. We'll put we'll put a link into yeah. the podcast. Moving post. on, of course. Um, two more things, man. Um. Uh, Magic and Wyclef Jean. What mm. the hell is going on? What the hell is going You're on? You're a fan of that, They huh? called fan. some whoever 
whoever introduced Wyclef Jean called him a reggae legend. And like that was his intro. It's just really? not oh. true. Yeah, they called him reggae legend Wyclef Jean, and I was just like, that's not true. He doesn't. And not saying he's not like a veteran. Like even we're not saying he's not awesome. Like a, it's just the, the wrong yeah. kind of awesome introduction. He's not a reggae artist. Like as someone who owns it's multiple Wyclef Jean albums, yeah. Uh, anyway, I I don't know, man. It, it kind of reminded me. Remember uh, at the Grammys when Robin Thicke did Blurred Lines with Chicago? Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like hey, one hit wonder guys. Like let's pair you with a veteran artist to spice up that one song. A yeah, bit, you know, you know. You know you know, with these award shows, it's always the the idea of like, all right, we need to get in. You know, you know, we've booked this act on this label because we're also going to have this other act from the same label perform. So you know, there's a lot of wheeling and dealing, like people that share management, like, oh, we'll give you this act if you also take this other yeah. act. So I can imagine that's probably what would have happened. I mean, no slight to. You know, Wyclef or Magic, certainly. Um, we talked to both of them no, not at all. yesterday, and, and they're both great artists, obviously. Um, it's just sometimes the execution and the ideas of the combinations don't always find the greatest success. And clearly, you did not find this very successful. No, no, no. Jason, Last thing, Jason's uh, what I said it. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I stand by it. It was not successful. Um, last thing, I, it was, uh, I made a note. It was very cool to see some uh hip-hop on the stage last night some of these award shows kind of you know get rid of all of the the rap and hip-hop stuff but uh, except for like Iggy Azalea of course but you know ASAP Rocky was there with Sam Smith and YG and DJ Mustard came out with Fergie that was really cool I, I love YG and uh I talked to YG Nikki on the carpet Wayne. by the way no way. Yeah, hey, I way. I know. Go. I was totally the wrong person to talk clip? to YG let's on play the red the y- carpet. Yeah. <laughs> let's play the YG Oh, it's not clip. good. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not It's not actually any don't good. Don't do it? No. It's not. It's uh, not, That's not that really good of an interview. <laughs> that's fine. You know what? We'll link to that, the not very good YG interview on uh, on Vilber.com. So, so Keith, uh, we got about five minutes left, man. Let's, uh, it's Thanksgiving in a couple days. Yep. Um. You're gonna you're gonna be in Los Angeles. Are are you gonna be in the Los Angeles? I'm area? here. I'm still working. Be? I'm working Wednesday and Friday, and probably end up working some on Thanksgiving. The charts never sleep. Oh my goodness, charts never sleep. It's like Wall Street too. Charts never sleep. Um, I will be down in uh in South Jersey. Um, have a lot to be thankful for, man. So, um, let's let's uh very quickly go through a couple things uh, of giving thanks. What we're thankful for this year. Okay. And. I'm a. I'm thankful for the first thing I have to be thankful for is that Outcast came back, and Outcast, <laughs> one of my favorite artists. And I was thinking about at the beginning of the year, like New Year's last year, we did not know that Outcast was ever gonna reunite. And then uh, I saw them like five times this summer uh, at various festivals, and um, you know whether they were a little off key at Coachella, they and or you know stronger at Lollapalooza, didn't really matter to me. I was watching Outcast live. I'd never seen them live. I was very thankful for that. Um, all right, Keith, uh, your turn. Do you have anything on? On uh, I don't know if uh, you have anything prepared on the top yeah, of your um, head. Yeah, I'm. 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 Um, I was unprepared for this, but I have a few short things that I will say. Um, I'm okay. I'm thankful that Madonna is working on a new album. I'm also fearful. Yeah, I I'm, you are. I'm fearful that there's so many people involved. It could be uh, very weird. So um, <laughs> I'm thankful yet also fearful. 
Um, I'm I'm also <laughs> I'm also very thankful that Giorgio Moroder has a new album coming out, his first in decades. Oh, yeah. Um, his his first single, I think it's called Seventy Four, is the new Twenty Four. Sounds amazing, and everyone and their mom is going to be on this album, from Kylie to Britney to you know a whole slew of people. So those are two things I'm thankful for right now. I can come up with some more if you want to do another turn real quick. Yeah, I'll do another one. Um, I'm thankful that Charlie XCX and going back, this is just the Charlie XCX podcast, but I'm thankful that Charlie XCX is getting her own stardom and, and is her own person that is becoming a star. And because last year, True Romance was her debut album. It came out last in April 2013, and not a whole lot of people bought it. And it's one of the best pop albums you'll hear in the 2010s. And yet it, it kind of, it, it never really got that mainstream look. She had the, the song with Iconopop. And it was, you know, in that case, you're rooting for someone, and it, but the odds are kind of against them. And, you know, this year has been a complete 180 where she's had a number one hit with Fancy. She had a top 10 hit with Boom Clap. I'm just, I, I guess I'm just thankful for someone, you know, an artist I really like and who I've, spoken to a couple times who, who's really a genuine person is getting that kind of uh commercial shine as well as the critical acclaim so yeah i'm thankful for that and do you want me to go again yeah go ahead man and let's this, do one more each this will this will this will be my last one it's a quick one it's sort of a thankful for sort of my favorite british pop acts of the past um, i'm thankful that nadine coyle allegedly might have a second album on the way that may or may not be from xenomania which is the people that produced all of girls allowed stuff um, I'm thankful that uh, uh, Nicola from Girls Aloud is is working on new music as well. I'm thankful that Cheryl Cole. Nicola Nicola's my favorite. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and then I'm thankful that Cheryl uh, Cole has a new album, though I haven't heard the whole thing yet, and I'm kind of lame. But I'm I'm always thrilled whenever Girls Aloud does something. I'm stoked that McBusted, which is the combo package of McFly and Busted, is actually releasing their album <laughs> in the United States. Um, if if you know me, you know that I'm a fan of McFly, and I've talked to them here in America before, so I'm stoked about that. I'm also thrilled that I think, hopefully, we'll actually get music from uh, Mirtia Kisha, Siobhan, or the Sugar Babes at some point. Hopefully, that album will actually materialize. I'm still hopeful that that will come out and maybe actually be called Sugar Babes, because that's the rumor. Instead of, That'd be pretty cool. Instead of MKS, MKS, they might actually just call it Sugar Babes. So, we'll see. Cool, man. And very quickly... Um... I'm I'm thankful for this year of uh, musical discovery because you know every year we you know we we talk Keith you and I talk a lot about current music and and what's topping the charts and stuff like that but I I feel like as a music fan you got to kind of step back a little bit and and dig through the crates and and discover some albums and and some artists that maybe you weren't uh, familiar with before the beginning of the year that that are from years ago or decades ago and I I really feel like uh, it's 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 good for the soul it, more than anything I I mean. This year, I, I listened to a lot of like a tribe called Quest, Midnight Marauders, which I really hadn't dug into before. Uh, Whole lived through this, even something from last year that I never really got to ex explore, which was um, Nighttime My Time by Sky Ferreira, another tremendous album. It, it, it's fun to kind of you know press pause on the hot new thing and then kind of go back into the annals of music and discover some cool stuff. So you know what, and and Keith. Um, very quickly, the because we have to wrap this up. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, I'm thankful for you, man. I'm thankful we get to do this every week on this Pop Shop podcast, and I, I'm very thankful for uh, everyone listening. We've we've been doing this a little over a year, and uh, still love to do so. So uh, I was going to say that too. Uh, I was going to say I'm like I'm thankful aw. to Jason. I'm thankful to our listeners. I'm thankful that I have this opportunity at Billboard 
this amazing opportunity at Billboard for such a long time to be able to do charts and talk about pop music and talk about music that I love and talk about the charts and interview celebrities randomly at award shows. I'm a very fortunate person, <laughs> um, and it's it's a cool gig to have. So I'm very thankful for that as well. Well said, man. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Do we have do we have time? How how quick is your charts out of the week this um, week? Um, it, it's it it's already quick? written and prepared, so I can actually read it. I can record it later. Okay, and now it's time for a special American Music Awards themed chart stat of the week. Take it away. Keith. Hey. Okay, so for our special AMAs-themed chart set of the week, we're going back 35 years ago today, on November 24th, 1979. For the first time ever, two women with their own previous number one singles teamed up for a number one duet. No More Tears, Enough is Enough, by AMA-winning artists Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer. Never before had there been a number one single by two such successful women. In fact, the only previous number one duet at that point by artists with previous number ones of their own was actually a family affair, Something Stupid, by Nancy Sinatra and her father, Frank Sinatra. While No More Tears was a smash hit, the two singers actually never performed the song live together, believe it or not. Um, I know that I'm personally distraught about that because it's such an amazing song. It's one of my favorites, and those two voices are fantastic. But they never actually performed it together ever live. Um, Streisand actually sang the tune for the first time live during her 2012 Back to Brooklyn tour, tributing Summer, who died of cancer earlier that year. Uh, so there you go. That is your chart set of the week. 35 years ago, Enough is Enough, No More Tears by Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer hit number one. And thank you, Keith, for that AMA-themed chart stat of the week. Hey, you're welcome, Keith. Thanks again for doing this uh, special podcast today, man. And uh, let's let's go out on... Um... Hmm, what should we go out on? Let's go out on Yellow Flicker Beat by Lord, one of the winners of the AMAs. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Thursday, per usual, uh, with, a, with a fun uh, special guest as well. And uh, thanks for listening, and take care. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.